after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. Welcome back to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, getting a pretty good show in here today for you. And David the Man and God Harris talks a little bit about free agency as we uh, go back and forth. As we've got the last 15 minutes of the show here. Go ahead, David. As we're watching, actually, I'm watching NBA Summer League basketball coming up after this Bulls Lakers game is the Pelicans and New York Knicks. RJ Barrett. Zion Williams and former teammates battling each other in their uh, summer league debuts. I guess you can say pro debuts, but the, the Bulls are up by 14. And Kobe White, uh, who went to North Carolina, actually looked pretty decent in this game. Uh, the future is bright for the Bulls, hopefully. Uh, looks like Chris Dunn might be done with the Bulls as Kobe White just uh, tried to throw an assist to a guy and he bricked it majorly. So you can see some of these guys, and it's like, wow, that's a nice pass. And then you got to realize that uh, most of the guys playing are. Uh, D-leaguers, or I guess G-leaguers, or guys that are going to be going overseas. Nick Perkins, by the way, from Buffalo, a Matt guy playing for the Lakers, look, actually looking pretty good. So, uh, fellas, what's your thoughts on that NBA free agency? I thought it was going to be pretty wild to begin with, and I think it has been. I know, I've, I know on Sunday I had my Twitter set to three notifications every time there was a Woj bomb dropped. And I think let's just, let's just cut the chase and kind of hit on the big news, which was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving going to Brooklyn to the Nets, and they also got yeah, DeAndre I like, Jordan. I like as well. how you, like how you said that, but you know what I'm saying. I, I understand it, what's going on with that, but uh, you know what I really think with R.J. Barrett there, um, this is what's going to happen with the Knicks right here. That's that old swagger. And you know what? I'm not even a New York Knicks fan. This is the intro music to the 1994 New York Knicks. And you're going to have a lot of that now with R.J. Barrett. I am very, very high on R.J. Barrett. And I know that they missed out on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But guess what? I don't think Kevin Durant's going to be the same anymore after that Achilles injury. And Kyrie Irving leading a young team or being a leader, period kind of shaky <laughs> so now uh, with rj barrett hold. i'm telling you right now the new york knicks are gonna be back fellas well Derek, uh, look i love rj barrett as well but that's all the knicks have right now there's well they got really kevin knox else. they got kevin knox too uh the melanchina the frank Melanch- is gonna be pretty I, so, well what, what is, the, is nick delina even been over and over in North America yet? Uh, I mean, he's working on his game. I'm telling you, don't sleep on the New York Knicks, man. I'm telling well, you, this is this is the music that's going to be blasting now at Madison Square Garden. You're going to be getting getting really hyped for him. Oh, hopefully, oh, hopefully it is. I, I hope, I hope our good, I hope uh, one of my favorite coaches 
Fizz data can uh, get them going in the right direction. You called but him Fizz data? Because that's for yeah, data. No, Fizzdale and then that's something. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, then take that for data, Fizzdale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard it several, several times. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm holding. I mean, look, I do, I do hope they get back in the right direction. The the thing that does worry me is the fact that James Dolan is one of the worst owners in sports. But we'll say we'll say bad owners a topic of bad ownership for another time. Yeah, and that's true. It's right. It's a shame how how it's basically gotten. But you know, then again, though, you can always remember. Even though I'm a Bulls fan, I still respect the Knicks. But you got to remember this though. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. Wait, this. Do they do the own version of the Super Bowl? Go New Yeah, that was the old school with the New York Knicks girls. Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley, John Starks, and Patrick Ewing. It sounds like they did their own version of the Super Bowl Shuffle. That's what I'm telling you guys. R.J. Barrett is going to be the cornerstone with this. Nah, it won't be. It won't be anytime soon. But uh, oh, I'm yeah, telling I, you, though, I, with Fizdale, R.J. Barrett, bringing in some pieces, it, this might have been better yet not getting Kyrie and and Kevin Durant. I mean, I understand Brooklyn might be the hot team right now, but eh, we'll see. David? Yeah, I, I think uh, looking at just the dynamics, one, you know, in New York, you want to have the media laughing at the Knicks in confidence, you know, not even taking the meeting. But then if you're looking at it, just kind of extra to those as I'm thinking about it. Kevin Durant would basically be usurping R.J. Barrett in the starting lineup. So unless you're moving R.J. to playing the two, which maybe he can play, but not really. I think you have R.J. Barrett as your three moving forward. It would just be too much similar kind of the Brooklyn. But you can still, if if you have Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, you can still put Barrett at the three and him at the four. I mean, come on, let's face it. Kevin Durant's seven foot. I mean, he's six eleven, seven feet. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like well, they have to push. And, and you can technically push Barrett to the two because he has a scoring uh, acumen to him. So, you 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 not really. If even if Durant was there, you're not going to push RJ Barrett out of the starting line. I mean, in this league, you got to get buckets, and you're not going to get rid of a. You're not going to you know put a, a bucket getter on the bench. No, and I, and I agree. I think. I think my biggest thing would have been, okay, if Kevin Durant, if you put him, if Kevin Durant goes there, he's at the three, you move R.J. Barrett to the two. Do you move Kevin Knox down to, you know, the four position? Do you move Knox up? Like, where would Knox fit in, you know, knowing that he's still a young kind of piece that they, you know, took a lot of flack for drafting, but he had a pretty decent rookie year. And so knowing, but then also knowing that, okay, if you want R.J. Barrett to kind of be kind of your bucket facilitator, with Kevin Durant kind of being the focal point of the offense, how would that look in terms of, you know, ball distribution? And so there would have been a lot of more kind of chemistry questions triggering that. I would have thought it would have been more likely if Kemba were to go so that he can kind of have a point guard 
that can be both a scorer, slasher, and a facilitator, as Kimmel was in Charlotte, but he, you know, ends up in Boston. So I think kind of looking back on it, you know, you're going to have the jokes about James Dolan not taking a meeting and kind of, you know, spending this entire year talking about two max contracts and then ending up with what about role Bad- players. What about Badakis or whatever, the guy from Michigan? He's got drafted too. I mean, they got a good young core. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing kind of thinking about it from a media perspective was kind of everyone – you basically spent the last year, year and a half, like creating the space for the two map. He straight away for Zingas, you know, coming off an injury, but, you know, he was kind of that star, like that beacon of light before he got injured and kind of, okay, so now you're going to, instead of rebuilding and building around for Zingas and not, okay, now we're going to have these two max players and then whoever our pick's going to be. And then, so this thing kind of, Looking back at it, if you told Knicks fans, okay, after July 1, you know, your star player is going to be your, you know, number three overall draft pick, probably not a lot of them were taking it. But, again, it's business. And if you're James Dolan, get money, don't make money. yet. So you can't at least gamble with one big superstar. Now, do I think that, you know, this is just reckless speculation, if – like, I could honestly perfectly see Kawhi Leonard going to the Knicks, just out of the blue, just because it's like no one expected Max Spot, train up R.J. Barrett, and they just blow everyone out of mind. Not going to happen because Kawhi Leonard, and we don't know what's going to happen. But I still think there's still time for them to get at least some point guard that can kind of be that facilitator role player that can kind of help facilitate the physical offense. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. We'll, we'll see. What other uh, notables? Obviously, Kawhi hasn't signed with anyone yet, so that's kind of interesting. Okay. Look at this. Lonzo Ball is at the game. Gave LeBron a little bit of dap after being with the Lakers because the Lakers played first. Obviously, a former teammate, and he got traded, obviously, for Anthony Davis, so It'll be that was kind of interesting that I'm watching, but once again, people getting hyped over summer league basketball, crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Kind of thinking about kind of where players will end up. A couple, there's a couple other notables. Little surprise, Jimmy Butler, kind of going to Miami instead mm-hmm. of taking basically the same deal to stay in Philadelphia and kind of be that, I guess, number two scoring option. We're going to be honest in terms of like actual shooter, because you know Ben Simmons doesn't shoot at all, and so this is basically clutch time we saw in the playoffs. If Embiid's not out there, kind of stretching the floor, who else is going to get buckets? And then you know Philadelphia staying sticking with Tobias Harris, getting Al Horford. Yeah, kind that's of not bad. That's not bad. I think Tobias Harris is very underrated. And you also got to look at, too, that, that Jimmy Butler was known as a cancer in the locker room. So, well, I'm just kind of yeah. thinking about in terms of moving forward, kind of, okay, who's going to be that scoring option? Because you know Embiid's not going to be healthy. Tobias to Harris. 82 games. I mean, you got Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris. I mean, they got they got some guys that can actually score. But if you know you gotta you gotta think about it, Dave. And I think me and Frank have talked about this. The chemistry's kind of got to be right too. I mean, 
if you're a bad guy in the locker room, and even if you getting, if you're not getting buckets at a high volume, and, and we've and actually it's kind of funny because a couple of years ago, <laughs> uh, we talked about Jimmy Butler actually getting traded around this time from the Bulls to Minnesota, and I had told you that he's not really on that superstar level. He he he's not he's not going to be the guy that can really lead your franchise. I think he's a hell of a player, but he needs another star guy because he's not as people have reported he's not really a great locker room guy and it, and it, and it was reported a lot in Philadelphia that he wasn't a good locker room guy. So do you really want to keep the dude? I would say no. Yeah, I mean, I would say the I'm same. I'm just thing. thinking, kind of looking in terms of kind of going into the playoffs. Like he was your late game scoring, like number well, okay, one. I mean, okay, okay. Then where were the, the six? Where were the? the what happened? What happened to the Sixers? Then they got knocked out in the second round. Both yeah, back to it goes back Kawhi to Leonard, well you know, no it goes back to my bucks. it goes back to my point David it, it, he proved it in Chicago he's not a guy that's on a Kawhi Leonard LeBron James AD level if he was on that level 76ers would have won that series he would have took over in game seven I believe he had a pretty decent game but he's just not that type of guy he, he's not that guy he can get you buckets and stuff like that but you can't be having all that stuff with your team where he's messing up the, the dynamics of it. You know, I mean, I'm just saying kind of especially going into the season, but I think kind of chemistry is important, but I'm wondering kind of can you sacrifice chemistry and kind of some of the quote unquote locker room cancers if you're winning? And I think no. kind of when they were successful when, you know, you know, when they were basically when they were winning, no one was kind of mentioning Jimmy Butler because everyone was you know, getting along. Everyone was joking around to all these kind of toys. But David, it's gonna yeah. rear its head. If they, if if it wasn't much of a problem, Philadelphia would have found a way to get around Toronto. I mean, think about it. They went to Game Seven with Toronto. I mean, there's reasons why guys, you know, it's not like a big deal with them. I think Tobias Harris is probably more a little bit more of a better fit very underrated player who can probably do this who I know can do the same things that Jimmy Butler can do but you don't have to deal with the headache so technically to me they did pretty well Well, if you can get the same production you can you can get the same production out of Tobias Harris and do the same thing as Jimmy Butler but yet he could be a better locker room guy that's a no-brainer I think my thing is kind of having them both and kind of double good again, knowing that you know you're you don't know what you're going to get from Ben Simmons, you don't know what you're going to get on a nightly basis from Embiid. Kind of just having well, you know what you're going to get on a nightly basis from Embiid. He's going to be a dominant player. It's just the fact can he be healthy? That's just the only problem. But when he's healthy and on the floor, he's he's a big dynamic, and Ben Simmons gives you a lot too. I mean, it, but, 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 but like I said, it's kind of obvious, David. You like guys that are in that mold of the Jimmy Butler slash Carmelo Anthony mold of a basketball player. Granted, they're very talented and they get buckets, but there's no, no winning there. You're absolutely right. You can't count on them to be an alpha dog. There is one well, time I, I would like – okay. Yeah, well, David, there's one – like to – Ask you guys about a signing that was that involves uh, somebody that uh, Derek once loved, and that was 
Pistons signing Derrick Rose. Derrick, I'll let you go first. Eh, not not bad. He'll fit in. Um, had a pretty decent season in Minnesota. Um, I think he's, a, a, he's an upgrade over Ish Smith. Well, we, we've said this on the show. Ish Smith is the perfect backup player. I, I really think he just replacing Jackson. I mean, it's a it's a fair swap for them. Injury prone, puts up pretty much the same type of numbers they did. That's all they probably did. Now, Derrick Rose on a good night is probably a little bit more dynamic than actually uh, Jackson. So the Pistons maybe got a little bit of an upgrade, but not much. I mean, they're pretty much the same player. But Ish Smith, we we we've all agreed is is a backup player, and he plays that role good. And if someone, if he needs to fill in every once in a while against certain teams, that's a good fill-in. But you don't need, he can't be starting Ish Smith. I would agree with that. And what about what about the uh, Warriors doing a, a sign-and-trade for D'Angelo Russell? I think this is a great move by Bob Myers. Mm, depends what kind of attitude he has. That's this is another one of those situations where, yeah, like a Butler, very talented, but the culture in Golden State is pass the ball around, and you got to be selfless and you know sacrifice for the team. Some people have compared him to basically being a little bit more talented, swaggy P. And, well, here, here, here's what I think. It kind of it's going to keep the Warriors from falling. Out of being a playoff team. I mean, look, you still got stuff there. You still got Day Day there. You have you put D'Angelo Russell in the mix, and you probably and if you get Clay Thompson back, I think Russell was somebody you end up moving for for assets down the road. I think you had to end up signing to that max deal at four years, a hundred and seventeen million. I think it was. I don't. I don't think he's going to be in. You know, in uh, Oakland for all four of those years, I could, I honestly could see a scenario where he does get traded and acquired for assets, and that way, when it's time, you can start getting that next crop of guys that are going to carry their team in in Oakland. Because for one, with Thompson getting his max deal, I don't, I'm starting to think that down the road, possibly Draymond Green could be the odd man out because there's not going to be enough cap space at the end. Yeah, that could be a possibility. But D'Angelo Russell, if he conforms to the culture, it's a great pickup. It's a very good pickup for him. But that that's another one of those questions you got to ask yourself. is he How much is he willing to sacrifice? We know we can get buckets and we know we can do all that, but is he going to make the extra pass at times? Only time will tell. And Can he mesh with the Splash Brothers? Can he mesh with, with Clay and Steph, especially when Clay comes back? But, you know, getting back to the Jimmy Butler thing as we finish up this uh, uh, segment here, like I said, I don't, and I think Jimmy Butler's a, a great player, but as just another example with, like, D'Angelo Russell, I just think that there's just certain areas where he just doesn't fit. He wants to be the guy. I don't know whether or not he just knows to have that switch to what the sacrifice. He, he kind of, like Carmelo, talented player, but can he play well with others? I mean, he plays well in the Olympics, but when it comes to actual NBA action, I think the thing that really hurt Camelo Anthony was knowing that, okay, sometimes I don't have to be the guy and be the scorer all the time. 
And I just see that kind of the, the trend with him and Butler is that, you know, it, it, it's just a, not a good mesh. It's like, yeah, you're talented. You get a, you get buckets and everything like that. But it, it's just something that just doesn't fit. And not to mention, it's almost like, and I hate to say it with Jimmy Butler, he's a hard worker. He's one of my favorite players. But Carmelo was known to have this problem as well. He doesn't like to share the limelight. You know, Jeremy Lin was doing really well. You know, they were saying there was reports that, you know, Carmelo Anthony was a little bit upset, you know, because, you know, he was taking away shots from Carmelo or he was, you know, being somewhat of the man. And it's almost like, you know, those are kind of players that you want. You know, it makes the job easier for you. But there's just some guys that just ingrained in them that they, this is my game and I want to put my force and my will on this team and the other team and that's where it causes friction and that's where I'm seeing Jimmy Butler going and we've seen how Carmelo Anthony's career has ended very talented guy but little playoff success and not going anywhere yeah I'll be curious to see kind of Jimmy Butler being the alpha guy with a lot of young players in Miami knowing that you know they throw out all the time heat culture Pat Riley, we know Pat Riley is you know, going to put a stop to DC's and any of that, and I wonder, you know, how is that going to affect some chemistry moving forward? And then also, knowing that Miami kind of needs that alpha now that Dwayne is finally, I don't know if they retired, because, you know. No, I mean, he'll be in Miami, but he's not going to be doing a lot of winning. I mean, the team's too young. You're not going to win with a bunch of youths, let's face it. I mean, they got rid of Hassan Hawaii, which is good. But once again, the team is very young. Tyler Hero is looking pretty good in summer ball. But, I mean, it, 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 you're probably – a great season for them is getting to the second round. I mean, you know, what is Jimmy Butler? You know, he's getting to that point of his career where you need to be looking at conference finals and later. Um, and just getting to the second round and putting up great offensive numbers in the regular season and, you know, being wishy-washy in the playoffs is just not going to be cutting it. But – uh, that's about ended with this this section and or this this segment and toward the end of the show as I got to get ready for work, fellas. What's your guys' plans for the weekend? I'm gonna probably be taking in some uh, Blissfield Post three two five baseball. They're gonna be playing at Adrian College on Saturday and Sunday. Take that in. Plus, still got house and dog sitting duties that I'm doing for family members. <laughs> David? Yeah, I'm going to leave basketball, maybe a little bit of baseball sprinkled in, and calm down the days until football. That's right. We'll have an AFC preview for you next week here. They try to throw an alley to Zion Williamson here in Summer League Basketball. Look, at it is packed in the uh, uh, Thomas and Mack Center, I believe, or uh, maybe the MGM Resort Center. They always change the name of it, but the main court. Okay, yes. Yes, in Vegas, the oh. main court. Okay. Not in Cox, and, not in so Cox hope, and, ho- and hopefully we'll have uh, a report of where Kawhi Leonard is next week as well. Yeah, probably. We don't hold your breath. Thanks, fellas, for calling in. Thank you, Derek. Yep. That was David and Frank here on 88.3 WGTs. After further review, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. For them, I'm Derek Lawson. See you guys next week. Peace. 88.3 WGTs. After further review.